Please pray with me. Lord God, thank you for the blessing of gathering us here together today. Thank you for giving us this time where we can sit and we can listen to you, Lord, where you can speak to our hearts. Help us, Lord God, to clear our minds of all those things, Lord, which can distract us during this time. May you focus us wholly upon you. And we pray, Lord God, that you would give us unity as the body of Christ, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Morning! It's so good to see you on this beautiful fall day. I think it's fall. Is it fall yet? Okay, good. It looks like fall out there. I'm never sure when the seasons actually change. They seem kind of arbitrary to me, but certainly the leaves are changing, right? They think it's fall. And I love the season of fall because suddenly trees go like thermonuclear, don't they, right? They just start to irradiate this color. It's gorgeous, isn't it? And then I find myself in this kind of split where I want to look up and look at the trees, but I want to look down too because there's these beautiful leaves on the ground, you know, floating in puddles or being blown across the grass. I mean, it's a beautiful time. Now, for the leaves, is it a good time? Fall? If you're a leaf, is fall what you've been looking forward to your whole life? Oh, for for leaves, that's their swan song, man. They're going out with a bang, but they are going out. Right? They know it's all downhill from here. Literally, right? They are going down from here on out. And they're either it's either the mower or the mulch pile or you know, or it's just getting decomposed down in the earth right there. That's it for them. For the leaves. They are at the end of their life. And it's beautiful for us who get to look at it from the outside and observe it, but it does remind us somewhat of kind of the temporality of things in this world, right? That things are temporary, that things live and die. And fall reminds us of that every year. It brings us on this cycle. Now in our psalm for today, Psalm 90, uh, Moses speaks of the way that things are in the world, the temporariness of the world, and the hope that he has in God. He begins by saying how the Lord has been their refuge. God has protected the Israelites, and not just the current crop of Israelites that were alive at his time, but every generation. God had been with them faithfully. Now, Moses saying this would have reminded the people that God had called their ancestor Abraham out of obscurity, and made of him a great nation. That he had taken him to a new land and planted him there. That he had given him a child even when he and Sarah were well beyond the age for having children. And from them, he had brought about a people and had specially revealed himself to those people. And he had cared for them. They would have remembered the Lord's deliverance of them from Egypt and his provision for them in the wilderness. How he had led them every day, and he had made water spring up from the rock, and manna appear on the ground every morning. Then Moses brings to mind the reality that before they were alive, before there were any humans, God was present. God was around before the mountains were brought forth, or the earth was born. There was nothing before him. And all has come from him. God, therefore, based on these two main points of Moses, can be faithful and can be trusted, right? He's been around forever. He's going to be around forever. 
And he's uniquely cared for us, so God can be trusted. He has been, he is, and he will be. Moses says it just like this. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. This, then, is contrasted with humankind. We are people who, according to Moses, fade suddenly like the grass. Our lives are a breath, 70, 80 years. Uh, Wait, we can add that to 90 or 100 these days, right? That's a long while in our eyes, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long time, right? That's right. But in compared to eternity, compared to God's timeline, it's nothing. It's just it's it's just like that. It's, it's approaching zero. It's just a tiny bit of time. Moses says it like this: For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, or like a watch in the night. Right? For God, a thousand years are just like a brief period. It just flies right by. For us, a thousand years, that's a long time, right? I mean, I'm not a thousand yet, but 38 years has been a long time, it seems like, right? Life goes, and it seems like a lot for us, but for God, it's just a tiny bit of time. Our years are invested in the world, and investing in the world is difficult, isn't it? Moses says there's toil and labor and strife, and then at the end, you turn us back to dust and say, turn back, you mortals. This is the fate of all mortal things. They will not last forever. That's your happy message for Sunday. (laughs) I know you all woke up this morning thinking, boy, I hope Seth tells us that life is short and it die and then you die. Right? That's what I'm hoping for today. I hope a cup of coffee and then to hear that I'm going to die. Because that's going to be good. You know, and if we were left at this point, Psalm 90 would be like the most depressing psalm ever, wouldn't it? Right? God is good, he lives forever, and we die. The end. Right? Cheer up. Have a good work week. I hope the giants do well tonight to cheer us. Right? But that's not the end, right? That's not all this psalm talks about. The lines intersect. God's line of eternity and our line of mortality intersect with one another. God is not a God who is distant, who is far off and doesn't care about us. Moses asks of God, Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. There was one particular morning that solidified God's steadfast love for us, that Moses prayed for, that Moses asked God for. That morning was Easter morning. As the sun rose and the women went to the tomb, they found it empty and their Savior resurrected. Jesus had walked the path of suffering for them three days earlier, carrying their sins upon himself. The steadfast love of God poured out for his broken people. And on that Easter morning when Christ rose no longer to die, his love was shown to us. Love had not died. In fact, he would live forever. And in his life, our life is secured. 
That is why Moses can say, when our years are gone, we fly away. We do not end there in the grave. We have a hope that says that through faith in the living God, we are no longer like these leaves that fall around us, fading towards oblivion. Instead, we are destined to join our Savior. This psalm has been made very real for me this week. I just came home from my aunt's funeral in Texas, and she was a woman who loved strongly and was loved strongly by others. She loved her family, she loved her friends, she loved her neighbors, and most of all, she loved her Lord with her heart, her soul, and her mind. And in her death, there is great sorrow. There is emptiness and loss because she was precious and irreplaceable. But there's great joy as well, because death for her is not the end. The leaf falls, but there is hope beyond that, because God has taken her and brought her to himself. And on the last day, he will come back and take that fallen leaf and make it into a new flesh that will never perish. You and I, through faith in Christ, can be a part of this. Our salvation does not depend upon our perfection, upon us adhering to a specific set of rules and doing it just right every day of our lives, but upon the grace of God. Because salvation is not something that you and I can earn. Salvation is something that has been given us by a God who has shown us his steadfast love in exchanging his life for ours. May we trust in our Lord Jesus Christ today, and may we be filled with hope eternal, so that even at the mouth of the grave, we can raise our cry to him, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you that you in your power, in your love, and in your grace took on our flesh, Lord. That you came and dwelt among us, Lord. And that you offered yourself as a sacrifice for our sins. Help us, Lord God, to accept this gift of grace. To accept your message of forgiveness. Your word of hope. And Lord, may we walk in joy knowing that you have made clear the way for us to the Father. We pray, Lord God, that you would place your hope powerfully in our hearts, that we might share it with others, that they can share and know your love and joy as well. And Lord God, we pray that you would continue to draw us into a deeper relationship with you. May we know you, love you, and serve you more each and every day. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.